Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Live in the Old National Bank State Street Studios, Carmen and Yurko. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. Yes. yes. Love is in the air. Oh, I smell it. Remember five, six, seven, eight years ago when I said there is no love? <laughs> that was my Valentine's that. Day. There's always love. I may have softened a little bit, Carm, to say that maybe love does exist love, out there in love, the world. Love, I don't know where love, it is, but maybe love does exist love out there. Love exists, Yurko. Well, I just said, I've softened my stance, Carm. Yes. You're my Valentine, I mean, good kid. I don't mind that. I don't. I know you don't. You are a striking youngster. You and I went on a Valentine's Day oh. in March of 2000 and no, uh, March 2020, right before the COVID came. I would say February. Was it late February or early March? Well, we went Valentine's Day. We went twice. We left March 9th. I think it was right before I left March 9th to go to uh, Pebble Beach. Oh, you mean me and you yeah. on our date night. Where no. was that? That was at Swift and Sons. That was like a week before COVID started. Yeah, I'm not talking about Sweetie and the Sweets. No, no, no. The most we were... unsupported event ever uh, in the history at ESPN Radio 1000. We did do a Sweetie in the Sweets yeah. uh, way back when on Valentine's Day. We had I fun. I don't know if it was we Valentine's Night, but it was right around Valentine's Day. We took. Carm, uh, I appreciated your support that night. I was there for you, man. We took some, we took some ladies. Uh, Everybody like a, else jumped ship. It was like a it's dial like a shooter. Date. It's like shooter where Mark Wahlberg's at the window go, take him now, take him now. And the next thing you know, you look behind you and there's the cop wanting to shoot you. Uh, yeah. That's what it felt like that night. That's basically what Except it was. for you. You were there for me and I appreciate that. I'm not going to leave my partner. I couldn't right. handle the seven ladies that were there. I couldn't handle them by myself. I needed some support. And they all wanted a piece of the good kid. It was spectacular. Wow. What, a, what a promotion. That was an Adam Delavitt special back in the day. What oh, yeah. a promotion, sweeties in the sweet. No, place. we won't be there. No, uh, five. <laughs> 545. We're not going to be there. Boy, there were a couple of good-looking ladies in that suite, though. couple of good-looking... Uh, All women are beautiful. Some yeah, more beautiful yeah, than others. You've got to always remember that, Carm. Yeah, that's Remember that, Uncle Cheeto. Yeah, Uncle Cheeto. Uncle he's Cheeto. A, he's a man of many wisdoms, oh, um, honestly. Moment of silence for Uncle Cheeto. Thank you very much. Very much. Yeah. We no longer Uncle with Cheeto us. Fondly. No, I would... no longer with us. Um, once, we're gonna do... once came in... After a weekend gambling, going, I sell my shoes for a bottle of booze. <laughs> because, you know, he went broke again. Again. It happens. Yeah, well, it happens. Playing Baraboot. The life. You know what Baraboot is? It's got to be a card game it's of some sort. It's a gambling game. Dice game. Dice, dice game. game. Okay. Six winning rolls, seven losing rolls. Bank one against bank two, so there's not a lot of chicanery. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's an Arabian game. I'm surprised my friend doesn't What'd know you say? it. It's an Arabian you game. You ever hear that game, Adam? Baraboot. Bada boot? Bada boot. I don't think you can say that. Oh, I'm well, saying it right now, and it's good. Is that some sort of slur yeah. or slang, Adam? But Uncle Cheeto, always, Uncle Cheeto always had the wisdom. Oh, yes, it sounds like Always it. had the wisdom. After he had gotten divorced, Uncle Cheeto said to me, Johnny, sometimes no good. Be away from home for six straight days for yeah. no reason. <laughs> Go ahead, Uncle Cheeto. Let me write that Dude, one down. We should write a book of Uncle Cheeto. Yeah. Let me write this one down uh, because this one's magical. Six days in a row gone for I no want, reason at all. Okay. I want a whole book of the Proverbs of Uncle Cheeto. Yeah. Uh, before we're out today, we need to do our five favorite loves because it is Valentine's Day. So five favorite our loves. five favorite loves. Yes. Bob Love. Bob Love. Courtney Love. Would be one of those. I think we have, we'll probably have a similar love. Loving Spoonful. 
I don't even know. That's uh, it's a band, Love and Spoonful. Love and Spoonful. You don't remember the Love and Spoonful? I don't think so, yeah, actually. Well, there you go. We'll do our five favorite loves. Football's over, but football never really ends. We've got football to talk about today, believe it or not. We do. We've got Pocota numbers as well. I like how baseball prospectus is like the minute it ends, we just start That's releasing right. it. That's smart. That's what you do. Very smart, yes. You got to take the attention away from everybody. That way they don't go into some sort of post-Super Bowl malaise. Well, and you can't do anything silly like releasing those numbers 10 days ago when football's not right. over yet. Yeah, because nobody cares. Because it gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. But now we could actually look at the Pocota numbers and start to dissect them and analyze them. And I think tomorrow, actually, we'll be going out to spring training, not like physically, uh, via the magic of radio. And we'll talk to Jesse Rogers, who's going to be out there as Cubs and Sox pitchers and catchers start reporting out in Mesa and in Glendale, and Jesse's going to be all over both teams all spring training long. So, you know, there are going to be some other things that we'll talk about, but there's always football. I feel like every day we'll still have some football to talk about. Uh, There is another vacancy that has been filled, Yurko. The Colts are going with Shane Steichen. What a rapid ascent to the ranks of head coach for Shane Steichen. That's what happens when you're in a few good uh, organizations or you're around, right. I should say, a few good quarterbacks. And let's think about the last two quarterbacks he's he's helped coach and coordinate. Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert. Pretty good. And so now Shane Steichen, at the tender age of 37, I believe it is, yeah, they're, they're going is young a head coach again. in the NFL. They're going young again. Yeah. And I think, who said it? Chris Bleck said it? Was it Bleck or Adam Abdallah that said it, that this new coaching cycle will be all these young Theoretical offensive powerhouses yeah. in the yeah. minds. Chris said it. Yeah, yeah Chris. We were talking it. about Matt Nagy. Yeah, right. Nagy possibly getting another gig, right. and I said, no, Matt his Nagy's time is passed closing. because all the guys that get gigs now are the younger offensive coordinators for for younger head coaches who just got jobs. Well, they are all still like hoping that they run into a McVay, a Lafleur, yeah. right? Like that's what they're yeah. sort of hoping. They run into even Shanahan, who was that Kyle Shanahan wasn't that young when he got his first gig. But I mean, still, like they're looking to run into that young, creative, offensive genius. Part of my Andy Reid might retire or was considering retirement was a chance to give Eric Public Bienemy an opportunity at the head coach. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, after so many championship games, if Eric Bienemy hasn't gotten it, don't you think the only place he's going to get a head coaching job is with the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. I think you're right. And Which is one back. of the reasons why I thought he would consider retiring so he could move out of the way and allow Eric Bieniemy to become the head coach. Let me take back what I just said about Shanahan, too. I thought Shanahan was more my age or maybe even a year older. I don't know why I thought that. He's actually only 43. Right. So he was like 37 when he, when got, he got that hired. job. Yes. So I thought he was my age for some reason. I thought he was a couple years older. So, yeah, they're all looking to run into that guy. Like, can we find our can Shanahan we find it? Yeah. And the Colts think it's Steichen. That could be good for the Bears because it could mean – they're going to put a lot of trust in Shane Steichen and their new regime. Um, not that they have a new GM, but the, the new people that they bring in to identify a young quarterback. And that means getting aggressive, trading up with the Bears, giving the Bears something of excellent value to move up to that spot. I mean, Jim Mercy's got to be thinking we can't keep playing this game where you know, every year we're going to take a flyer on this guy, that guy. I mean, like, are they in play for Derek Carr? Well, Derek Carr's going to get released today. He wouldn't right. waive his no-trade clause. They're going to release him, uh, I think, later today. That's going to be official. Today is D-Day for Derek Carr. He'll have his choice. Would he go to Indy? Would Indy want to go down that road no, again? No. Can I tell you, Indy is not that road for me. Jimmy Garoppolo's road. Oh, for Indy, you think? Because you bring Jimmy in to Indy just for one or two years. Mm. Two-year deal. 
Are you still if you're paying twenty Indy, million dollars? You bring you draft the guy you want to draft. You go up to where you want to go. So you're still doing you're that. Getting, you're still getting your if, quarterback. If you go out and sign Jimmy Garoppolo in free agency. Are you still being super aggressive, moving yes. up with the Bears? Yes. To get your quarterback, really? yes. Or you're being super conservative, staying where you're at, and thinking that you're going to either get one of the three, mm. C.J. Stroud or Will oh, Levis. Right, yeah. So you can do either one of those. You, you you don't have to decide. You don't have an investment at your quarterback position right now. Right? There's yeah. no investment there, quarterback position. No. So what are you doing? You're going to bring him in. You're going to pay him for a limited amount of time. Then you're going to bring in the young quarterback in. Eventually, the young quarterback's going to take Jimmy G's place if he's ready, if he's capable, if he's able. He takes the place, and then his salary disappears after two years. Eventually, you've got to pay that quarterback. Yeah. The well, pro- do you do it the way they did it with, with, with uh, Patrick Mahomes? Where it's by year two. Mahomes came in, sat, looked, said, okay, we know we've got something, but let him relax and let him look, and then boom. Next season, it's his, and he can take it over. We've given you these numbers, too, um, and I don't want to get into the debate of what's smart, what's what's better. All I'm telling you is if you look at the numbers of, you know, you can go back to about the 2010 draft. It's a lot of drafts at this point. And quarterbacks that are drafted in the first round by and large, play a significant chunk as rookie. Mahomes didn't. Played week 18. Or right. I'm sorry, that would have been week 17 back then. Played week 17 when the Chiefs had already uh, wrapped up the division and were going to the playoffs, and Alex Smith didn't play. Played one game. One game. So Mahomes didn't. But if you looked at the numbers, it's like 90-something percent, I think. We did this a couple summers ago after Justin Fields was drafted. I think it's like 93 or 89, whatever it is. It's up of 9 out of every 10 that have been drafted in the first round play significant snaps. When I say significant, I'm talking at least seven games or more in their rookie season. So I'm not saying that, and again, I don't want to turn this into a debate of what's right and what's wrong, but most of the time when these franchises are investing in that first-round quarterback at this point, they want them to play. They want to start to see what they have. They want that quarterback to learn because they want to get the most out of that rookie contract. No, I understand. So I'm not against you. But we've always told everyone six years is what you got a rookie if you love them. That's true. That's so you got six years. Yeah. And if you've got somebody that is more capable initially, there's nothing wrong with letting a guy wait one year to go ahead and get everything under his belt to get the whole experience what the NFL has to offer. Mm-hmm. Some will tell you that's already there in Alabama. You know, would Tua have benefited with, uh, with not to play? Would uh, Jalen have benefited not to play? And he played a little. Right. When Mitch Trubisky came in, what, four games in? Yeah, that fit Would the he have benefited game? watching the whole time if, if Mike Lennon was worth anything? Right. Well, I, I mean, anybody can talk and anybody can have a debate about it. You can't. Right. I've seen quarterbacks jump into the fray mm-hmm. and get straight into the mix. Mm-hmm. And they still needed some time. You know, they needed time. I've seen them do it in their second year where they still needed some time until they developed. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Jordan Love, three years. Hasn't played. Three years. Aaron Rodgers had to wait a couple years, though. Look how that turned out. Uh, Hurts played 15 games, but only four as a starter. Jalen Hurts ended up throwing about 150 passes in his rookie season back in 2020. And it sort of led to the rift at the end and Doug Peterson being out. And then he played, obviously, all of last year or all of 2021. And now last year is the 2022 season where he played 15 games. So, you know, he did play a little bit as a rookie, too. He wasn't a first-rounder, either. He was a second-rounder. He was the 53rd overall pick. But... Um, yeah, I, 
I don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's best, what's not. I think you always make the good point. We can give you examples of both quarterbacks that sure. sit. That Russ, turn out Russ to be great. Wilson came in right away as sure. a world beater. Quarterbacks that start right away that turn out to be defense. great. Yeah, I mean, like, and then I can give you quarterbacks that started right away that stunk. Right. I can give you quarterbacks that waited a while and stunk. I mean, you're going to find cool. all quarterbacks kinds. that were that, that started right away and were just mediocre quarterbacks sure. throughout their career. You're going to uh, find all kinds, all types. So who knows? You got to find out what they, the guy you pick, what he's capable of, and he might need time. You don't know. I would, if I was a quarter, if I was a, a head coach or general manager, and I'm Indianapolis right now, I know what I'm doing. I'm drafting, being aggressive if I want to, but if I think that Will Levis is better than Bryce Young, I don't have to do anything. And you could stay there. I could stay right where I'm at, and I'll be yeah. fine. I might be able to trade down and be fine. You need to hope that the, yeah. I might be able to trade well. down and, yes, Carm. Yes, I might be able to get out of there and still be fine. You don't know. You need the the Bears need the hype machine to get going here in the next yep. couple of months, and it will. Mm-hmm. The quarterback hype machine will it'll go going once they have their pro days after and, free agency. The hype machine will start. Yeah, that's what they need. And remember, the first week of free agency is where the flurry happens. Yeah. After that, there's usually a lull, and then about April first, you'll have some veteran signings. And then you'll see some June 1st uh, uh, allocations where they they talk about, hey, on June 1st, we're going to release this guy. That way they can push back some money, dead cap-wise. Yeah, so I think that's what you'll end up seeing. And uh, uh, Indianapolis, I'm getting Jimmy Garoppolo in. That's me, personally. I'm giving him 18 to $21 million a year for two years, and that's it. And then that's the contract I'm signing the bridge with him. quarterback. Yeah, he's right. the bridge. And bring him. He's the bridge yeah, to yeah. take me to where he's at. Right. I think he's better than anybody they've signed. I think he's in better shape than uh, anybody I, they've signed. I, I would agree, I, although Rivers gave them a good year. I mean, he did, but yeah, he I, would, did. I would agree with you. Yeah. Jimmy would be their best option yet, I think, if Jimmy could just stay healthy and play a full season. I do think you're right about that. When we come back, there's a new mock draft that's got the Bears making a big move back, but also getting a star pass rusher in the same breath. Ooh, hello, how are move. you? This is an interesting one. Maybe a little bit I of a I want to hear this. I want to hear this. But it's interesting. 312-332-3776 if you want to join us at any point. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my This is the season for mock drafts, Yurko. I think we should just do our own mock draft, too. We don't really talk to insiders or... Well, I mean, you speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I say we just start doing. You don't drafts. talk to any insiders, uh, just for that. Just Every, for bleeps and giggles. No, you got to remember though. Anytime you do talk to insiders, especially if they're associated with the team, you're getting misinformation in the same breath. Totally, they do not want to put you on the scent or on the trail of anything, or they want to use you right to throw to something out there. Their, yeah. you know, like help their agenda, right? You know, right. So, and sometimes to get other information, you're more than happy to go ahead and throw that misinformation out there. Sure, man. There's a lot of... There's it's a game a lot, being played. There's, there's games a lot of, that are being game, played. A lot of subterfuge, big game being played. Absolutely. So um, there's a new mock draft from it, it, Josh Schrock, uh, who covers the oh. Bears for NBC Sports Chicago. They call him the Big Schrock. They call him the Big Schrock, yeah. yeah. 
The big uh, Kreplock, the big Schrock. No, the big Schrock. Uh, this is a good one. He's got like a little bit of a bolder move, not your standard. The Bears move back to trade with Houston or the Bears move back with Indy. How far back they go? He's got the Bears going all the way back to nine. Nine. And trading with Carolina. Aha. Uh-huh. Listen to this. That's, I've seen that before. Not out of. Uh, You've seen uh, this. Not out of big blank Schrock, though. He's got the Bears uh, giving up the first pick and a 2024 third round pick. So the first overall pick this year and a third-round pick The Bears next are year. giving up to move yes. down to nine. The Bears go back to nine. They get Carolina's second-round pick, which is number 39. So they're back in the 30s after losing that pick for Claypool. Okay. They get Carolina's first-round pick next year, and they get Brian Burns, who is as probably legitimate of a pass rusher entering his prime as you're going to find in the league. Who gets the ninth pick? The Bears. Bears go back okay, to nine. So they get they go back to nine. Back to nine. They get thirty nine. They get a first rounder next year, and they get Brian Burns. Who now you're going to have to pay Brian Burns. Here's my question: Why is Carolina trading Brian Burns? Carolina could have traded him at the trade deadline, and they didn't when they were blowing things up, and they didn't. Why would Carolina trade Brian Burns? Why do you trade a 25 year old star pass rusher? I don't think you do. You got to pay him. That's why this one for me is a little bit hard to believe. With that ninth pick, you're scratching your head. Yes. Josh has him taking Paris Johnson, the uh, offensive lineman out of Ohio State. I mean, I like the thinking here. You don't have to go defense. You don't have to bank on Anderson or Carter. And what happens if one of them is a bust? Because Brian Burns is a proven commodity in this league who's a star. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then you can start addressing your offensive line. So I like I get the philosophy, and it I like a, I like a lot of it. But why is Carolina trading you, Brian Burns, with the round two pick that you're back in the 30s now, number 39 overall? Uh, he said the Bears grab B.J. Ojolari from LSU. That's Aziz's brother, and then round two. Oh my God, I would love this. This is the Baltimore pick. There's no way this player is going to be there though, and I think he even wrote that. There's no chance this player's not going to be in the top 50. Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver out of Tennessee. Jalen Hyatt did more to raise his stock than any player. What are we, acquiring the market on Tennessee uh, volunteers, wide receivers? Yeah, but this kid, I think, is... (laughs) Bayless was like a head-scratcher. No no player made a bigger jump, probably, at the wide receiver position last year. You know, maybe you say, well, it's only one year, and you're a little... Where'd Ryan Poles play his college ball at? Was it Tennessee? college. We sure it's not Tennessee, or did he ever want to be a volunteer? Well, listen, this is a mock draft. Jalen Hyatt's not going to be there at 54 anyway. I would be shocked if he was. Well, we're always surprised at who's there and who's where and who's left. You know, you get into that second round, Mel Kuyper, well, these are my guys on the big board. He should have gone fifth, and he's still sitting there here at pick 36. So there's always guys that end up, you know, not going where everybody thought they were going to go. So I like the... And Burns gave you 12 and a half sacks last year. I think he's a stud. Twelve and a half sacks. He's six five. He's two fifty. One of these angular guys that Eberflus uh, yes, likes. Yes, he's gotten better every year. I think he's a stud. I do. Uh, I think you could see. Well, they don't want to pay him. You, you're going to have to pay him. But why right? wouldn't they have traded him at the deadline then? Well, they couldn't find a deal. Now they can find a deal. Man, it's like you can't find a deal for a pass rusher putting up another Pro Bowl year at the deadline for a team that I don't know. It's. Well, the first thing you got to do is bring them in before the draft. If that's a possibility, you've got to fly your doctors down to Carolina. You've got to fly them down to Florida, sure. wherever he's at. And you've got to check that out. You can't allow uh, anything to go wrong here. Sure. You've got to get down there. You've got to put him through his medical test to make sure that uh, ankles, knees, shoulders, elbows, everything's 100%. I like the bones of that. No concussions either. 
Right. Well, I like the bones of that. Like, I like that. It's interesting. It's different. You're adding something of proven value, although you have to pay that player. But that's not a problem for the Bears right now with all the money they have. But that's okay. That's very doable for them. You get an old lineman. You still draft a young pass rusher. You get a wide receiver. Oh, the problem is, like, these things go nuts. He's played in 64 or 66 games, too, possible. I think he's terrific. Started 51 of them, so 38 career sacks in four years. But he's gotten better. Like, he gets better every year, and he's still young. What, he's going to be 25? Well, I'm just taking a look. I I, I won't lie to you. I can't can't tell you. I watched a ton of Carolina football. I don't like that. They weren't uh, worth watching this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd have to go take a look at a highlight tape or break down a game. You should, just to see what you like. To be able to get some some solid information. But I like the 12-and-a-half sacks. He does have that body that you like. Yeah, 9-9, 12-and-a-half. That's trending toward where you want to be, right? Thank you. Yep, that's exactly right. Player coming into his own. Absolutely. So, I wouldn't mind I love all these mocks, man. I I don't know. A mock a day. I don't know if the draft compensation, the total. What do you think? Is that... You're getting the thirty. You're getting the ninth. You're, you're getting moving the thirty nine. Eight spots. You're moving back eight spots. And you're giving up a third rounder. I'm sorry. You're giving up a uh, yeah third rounder next year. And I don't think they're taking an offensive tackle. I think that's going to be addressed via the uh, thing. So I'm thinking um, wide receiver at that point. Mm. Wide receiver. Maybe at that's that point. what they do. They get us. That's what I think they do. If they're the going down to nine, I think the they're board. getting their best wide receiver on the board. That's what I believe is going to happen at nine. Is the value seem about fair? we got to look at the chart and start adding it up, I guess. You are getting back in the 30s, which is good. You're adding a first-rounder next year, and you get the ninth pick this year. Yeah. Well, and I guess a lot of that comes down to you'd get a star player, too. I mean, you'd be getting well, right. a proven star player. Uh, 312-332-3776. You want to talk draft with us? Mocks, fun stuff, what the Bears are going to do, what they should do? Go ahead, light them up. We're going to still spend the next couple months talking a lot of football with all that the Bears have in front of them. Uh, by the way, the number we were looking for yesterday wasn't available by the time our show ended. 113. 113 million, third highest ever. Um, that incorporates all the streaming numbers. The streaming number was like up 20, I think, percent from where it was last year. And then, uh, you know, which number was even better than the 113? You know what had 118 million? The halftime show. So uh, Rihanna brought them out. 118 million it peaked, I guess. I don't know how they calculate all that, but I'm sure they have a very precise way. P- Katy Perry, if you're wondering. The all-time most viewed halftime show, Yurko. Yeah. 2015, 125 million. She had the shark. Wasn't yeah, that also right. the highest-rated Super Bowl? I think it was. It makes I, sense. I think Chris. that's just, Patriot it, Seahawks, right? I think you're absolutely right. And it just makes sense that it's going to the eyes are going to increase a little with the halftime show because it's going to bring in a little bit more of the casual person, especially someone as big as Katy Perry back then or Rihanna. So good numbers for the NFL. Not a shock. Skinny's in Cicero. What's up, Skinny? Hey, good morning, gents. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Skinny. So I, I got a quick question, and we're going to be talking about the draft at nauseum for the next couple of months. And we it's are. not you guys. I, I look forward to it. It's been like a holiday for me. But um, my question is, what would you do if you were the Bears? Like, I, I remember a couple of years ago, you got undesirables or people that have question marks on their behavior that drop in the draft, like Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill. Do you think the the Bears at the position where they take the best available guy in later rounds, or do they not risk going after somebody that's a questionable person? I think that always factors in, uh, Skinny. I do. I uh, I think it should, too. I mean, I don't know how it'll affect them for making an ultimate decision, but I'd steer clear of any kind of red flags, medical or otherwise. I'd 
To me, steer clear. I I steer clear of medical red flags. I don't necessarily steer clear of of off field chicanery, and sometimes poor behavior. Man, I just don't want to deal with it, man. I don't want to deal with the ramifications and. Uh, you know, if you can avoid it, to me, avoid it. If um, the juice is worth the squeeze, yeah, I take it. Remember, that's always I guess the it test. Depends on what. It's always the kind test. of tra- what kind of this little girl. So cute. yeah, she's giving us the heart. The heart sign, yeah, for Valentine's. The Gareth Day. Bale. She's is giving it, us the Gareth is that Bale. What Gareth Bale does. Yeah, at least it's better than the Illuminati sign. <laughs> I know. You never know. You better be. Were the top fingers curved? She was definitely giving us the heart, which is good. Uh, what did Waddle say? Waddle texted. I don't know what Waddle said. He's texting you. Mock out with your Shrock out. That's good. That's right. Because we were reading Josh Shrock's. Uh, Mock out with the Shrock out. He's the That's guy good. with the uh, draft down to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I like that, Waddle. Good stuff. Marilyn wanted to say happy Valentine's Day. Hi, oh, Marilyn. Wonderful. Happy gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. And did you get your card? That is Yo, we yes, just, we, we did. It was a beautiful yes, card, Marilyn. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you. I like that. A lovely note on the inside, too. Yes, as always. Um, you know yeah. me. I like yeah. It. it was really um, nice. I was at the uh, at the ladies' night. Remember? Yes, you were. Right. I remember. Uh, uh, Sweetie at the sweet. Sweetie's in the sweet. How can remember we remember it well? Yes. How can we forget? But what happened? You told me the following the following year that you would have a Hawks game. Yeah. Well, we're still. Yurko won't go back to a Hawks game until they get good again. I don't yeah. think. I'm, I'm waiting for the championship run again. Yurko's not. Yeah, I'll, well, gonna, I'll see you in 15 was, years. Yeah. I finally got him to say yes, and now they stink. They stink. What are you gonna do? I, I uh, I'd like to go to one more game before Kane and Taves are traded. You should take I just, Maryland. I don't know if it's uh, if it's going to be possible. You should come too, Mister. Oh, no. Yurko will I'm never no set back. Are you I'm, kidding? He's I'm not no setting foot in the United Center between the Bulls and the Hawks right now. First of all, it's like pulling teeth to get him to go to a Bulls game. Anyway, he's not I setting know. foot in that place right now. Well, I just want to go before they trade Kater. Yeah, this, this is it. We got Good the, the, the countdown is on. Oh, shush. Ha- have a happy Valentine's Day, Marilyn, all right? <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you, you. Uh, oh. oh, I don't know. She was, she was going to add something, but I don't know what she was going to say. I feel bad. I cut her off. You cut her off there. Cut that was my bad. It sounded like she was excited about oh, sh- sh- Valentine's Day of all days. Oh, of course. Sh- wow, please. Uh, 312-332-ESPN. Talk Bears, mocks, fun stuff with us. Uh, we're here with you. I, I will touch on the Pocota numbers. They've updated Pocota standings on Baseball Prospectus. We'll tell you what they think of the Cubs and Sox going into 2023. Pitchers and catchers reporting this week. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. How about the big announcement yesterday? People are buzzing, man. The, The anniversary show, the 25th anniversary show. A lot of people on social checking in saying this is going to be great. Windy City Gabe already bought his tickets. So you can buy tickets for the 25th anniversary gala, which is going to be happening Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. You do have to be 21 or older to attend. You can buy your tickets at LiveNation.com. Just go to that website and then search ESPN Chicago. We're doing the Mac, Yurko, and Harry reunion during our time slot. Yeah. Come on, baby. Adala. Adala. Adam. Adam, it's the first hour, so one. I'm just putting up numbers. 
Come on. Is that a phone call? Phone call number? No, remember you guys used to no, do the, we used to do the right. second, second, third, hour. fourth hour. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? I don't think we did. Like, we like did football teams. The fourth hour. I think we did the fourth, fourth hour. hour. You're heading to the fourth, only the fourth hour, fourth quarter. Guys. We didn't start the show with the one in the hand. There's <laughs> only the fourth quarter. We would go four. Yes. So exactly Mac and uh, Yurk and Harry will be back together again. I'm going to put my feet up and relax and well, enjoy. Listen, you're the moderator. No, I'm going to yeah, kick back you let and it enjoy. Rock. It's going to be fun. I've uh, I've done a show with Mac down in Northwest Indiana. Did you go on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. When we were working ten to noon, I had a chance to slip on down and work yeah. the one to two hour with him down yeah. there. Yeah. Fridays he does it at he does uh, the Bridges Scoreboard yeah. Lounge. Right. You can still catch Mac in uh, North W uh, NWI the two one nine. So uh, this will be fun. And what's well, cool is the amount of people that are I've seen on Twitter and, and in the Twitch chat that have said that they got into sports radio because. Oh, yeah. Of Mac, Yurko, and Harry. Absolutely. And, like, getting back together and how great that's going to be. Like, people are just looking forward to... Like, it's going to be a great six hours of, six of hours. fun. But yeah. that is going to be the highlight for a lot of people. Just be, to see you three guys getting back together. Yeah, it's going to be a ball. Noon to six. Waddle yeah. and Sylvia will follow us. we got a lot of big-name guests that are going to be coming in or at I least joining us on the air. I saw the picture of Harry in the hospital bed that he tweeted out. Did you see that one? I don't know if I saw that. Harry I, tweeted a picture out of the hospital bed. Uh, Said he's up and he's I, ready to rock. I don't he, think I did see it. Yeah, he had that out there this weekend after the halftime show when Rihanna he, he, he was. He didn't on have there. to. He didn't have to watch the Super Bowl in the I, hospital. I, I don't know. I'm just had telling you. With the H2. man had a gown on. It looked like it was a hospital. Those gown. gowns are the yeah. worst. Yeah, he'll be there Absolutely. if they have to wheel oh, him yeah. in like Hugh Freeze. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna be. Can they bring him in like the Bubble Boy? The thumbs up. I got news for you. They're gonna wheel. Like, he's the Bubble Boy from Seinfeld. They're gonna wheel him in. He would appreciate the college football reference. Yeah, there. That's would, great. He yeah, would. That was pretty good. That. Just yeah, wheel he, him in. He he ain't missing it. So uh, he's gonna be there. Mac will be there. There are gonna be a lot of big name guests. So buy your ticket today before they sell out. LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. That's all you have to do. You have to be uh, 21. It's March the 24th. Very much looking forward to the 25th anniversary celebration. And for a lot of us, uh, we've been here, you know, for into our third decade. Um, I joined on two months after the station went on the air. Sylvie's been here from the get-go. Yurko's been here since May of 2001. 2001. Yep. Uh, we were talking to Black and Abdali yesterday. I mean, they, they go back to 05, 06, for crying out loud. Danny's been here since 2007. I think his anniversary is coming up next week, he said. It's sometime in Feb. In yes. the next couple of weeks, Danny Zetterman started. So we've seen it all, my friend. Mike's in Woodridge. What's up, Mike? Hey, boys. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, just uh, just a question on that uh, on that Shrock and Awe mock draft. Shrock and Awe. I that, like all the nicknames for this. Uh, so we're, that mock draft has us getting a 2024 first-round pick, correct? Yes, how would you both feel about using that first-round pick if he becomes available, big if, on I know T. Higgins? I knew you were going to say that, Mike. I like where your head's at. How far have you moved back? Well, this is – it depends. It depends. You're getting a pick from – you're not talking about the ninth pick. You're talking about that pick from next year for Carolina, right, Mike? Yes, correct. Yes, the 2024 yeah. yes. first-round pick. It would, Mike, next- thanks, buddy. We'll discuss that. It would, it would depend on what Carolina does next year. How Carolina plays in 2023. He's saying, would you take, if you did that Would deal, I take that first rounder and, and trade it to trade them? Trade it to Cincinnati for I, I would. I would take the two picks, the Bears and or the one, and give them the worst of the two picks next year. So the deal is, we've got two picks. We've got Carolina, we've got the Chicago Bears. 
depending upon where the dust settles oh, next oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. The worst pick, the high. The, you the, make that into the deal? Yeah, that's how I put it in the deal. Wouldn't. Would, would a team agree to something like that? Wouldn't they say. Don't don't teams normally take a look and Listen, try team, to predict which team's going to be worse? Team, yeah, you would, but that doesn't always work out that way, and we've seen no, that I happen. Know. I know that's true. T. Higgins is not Tyreek Hill, but you would have to think that the Bears' pick is going to be a worse pick than the Panthers' pick next year, right? Not necessarily. Um, uh, who's the Panthers' quarterback, boys? Well, exactly. I mean, I. I, I like Frank Reich, although I don't know what the hell went so terribly well, wrong this I, year. I get what you're saying. You're saying the Bears are going to be better than Carolina. No, no. He's saying opposite. Aren't you, Adam? Yeah, that's are, what I'm saying. I'm saying the Bears will be better than Carolina, so the Bears, the Bears pick will be, will be better worse. Than okay, I'm sorry. Then, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the, the Bears, Bears will, will be, be better. I got when, you. When you're yeah. talking about these draft picks, the, yeah, the better true. you are, the worse your pick is. That's true. Yeah. I got you. I think I misunderstood that. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's the way I'd want to do it. Yes. Because if the Bears are better, I don't want to. Okay, fine. You can have my pick next year if I think that's going to happen. But why do it that way? Why not say you get one of the two? The one that's the worst is the one that you get. I would do that. And they might end up being 14th and 15th. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Who knows? That could be that. that way. I would do that. Would I feel pretty comfortable trading a pick that's not in the top five to Cincinnati for T. Higgins? We discussed this when those rumors first started circulating a couple of weeks ago. I would. I think T. Higgins is a star. Well, but we agree. He's I think not, he's a one. He's, I think he's a good player, but he's not Tyreek Hill, right? No, probably he not. He wasn't. No. Who's the other receiver that got traded? Uh, A.J. Brown? Is he uh, A.J. Brown? Uh, I don't know. See, I think he might be. What did AJ? What they give up for AJ Brown? Um, I can get you the exact trade. Well, I that's mean, what I would fir- want to know. First rounder. What Stephon Diggs get traded for? Uh, that was a first rounder because they they drafted Jeff- Justin Jefferson with okay. that pick. What a trade that turned out to be, Yurko. Think about that for both teams. Um, so I see. guess you're giving up a first rounder for T Higgins. Titans to the Eagles for a 2022 first round pick that turned out to be Traylon Burks, which unfortunately he got hurt uh, late. He had the uh, concussion late in the year; it slowed him down. But I think he'll be good. And a 2023 third round pick. Okay, so a first and a third for AJ Brown. You're going to have to give up something similar to that, aren't you? Here, I'll give you the Tyreek deal too, because you're right. You're going to be operating if you're the team trading the the player. You're going to be operating off of those deals, right, Yerk? Right. So here, Tyreek was, so we know what the A.J. Brown was, first and a second. Tyreek's even better of a player, also a little bit older of a player. And I know that was a first-rounder, too. I just want to get the first, uh, the whole deal. That was Chiefs to Dolphins for a 2022 first-round pick, subsequently traded 2022 second-round pick, subsequently traded 2022 fourth-round pick, and a 2023 fourth-round pick. Uh, so what is that, four picks? That went for four picks. That went for a lot. Two fourths, a second, two first, a second, and two, two and fourths. Uh, two fourths. Yes. Yeah. All right. That was that pick. So you're operating off of something kind of like that, I guess. But you're going to have to give up a first rounder for sure. And I, who knows if Cincinnati will really get to a point where they feel like they have to trade him? You know, the rumor originally was the asking price uh, or, or the just the the price tag to get him done to a deal is absurd and ridiculous. They're worried about paying Joe Burrow, rightfully so. That's got to be their first order of business. At some point, they're going to have to uh, sign Jamar Chase. So the idea was, well, if the asking price is going to be this for T. Higgins, we got to trade him now. Higgins is only 24. Yeah, he's young, man. He's 24. Three so. seasons in, right, Yerk? He's eligible for the extension. He's going into year four. Is yeah. that right? Which means you got to pay a guy prematurely, too. Well, you don't have to, but... 
Well, I mean, what are you going to trade your first round pick for him and then not pay him? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I mean, absolutely. No, no. You're do you doing that me, if you're the Bears. Do you want me to jump over here? I'll jump over the top. You're, you're to doing, come at you. You're doing that if you're the Bears. Of course you are. Absolutely, yeah. Look, I think they they would have liked to see more out of Claypool and like to get something done with him. It makes it harder because he barely produced. He was barely on the field. But I think that was the idea at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. If he could play seven good games for you and you could go into the offseason and address that, don't you think that was part of the plan when they made that deal? Unfortunately, you got no idea. You didn't see much. I think he's a crystal clear number two for sure, heading to be a number one. All right. All right, that's where I've got him at. Okay. He's a two for sure, heading to be a number one on a team full of fours and fives. Is he A.J. Brown? But do you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. I, I think we could all agree Jamar Chase is their stud yes. receiver over there. Yes. I totally and agree. Why'd they draft Jamar Chase if they already had T. Higgins? Well, I don't know. You no, draft it's good. a simple question. It's simple because hey, listen, maybe they, they didn't believe what they had. You know what they had. Maybe, maybe. Why do they, why do some teams just do well? I don't know. Why do some teams? Uh, why does Kadarius Tony look like a stud with the Kansas City Chiefs and was an absolute failure for the New York Giants? I can't answer these questions. They're hard to answer. He still has a tough time. That's what I'm field. saying. He's a second round draft choice, thirty third under. So the first pick in the second, T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Basically two thousand yard seasons in seventeen, you know, two of those seasons that that he had the thousand yards, seventeen games. games. I mean, what are we what are we really talking Did about? He play all seventeen, Carm. That's sixty yards a game. I know, I know. Sixty yards a game is not a world beater. He did not. He played in fourteen. He played in fourteen. Okay. So he had seventy a little bit better. Seventy eight yards a game in uh, twenty one and sixty four last year. Just a big player, big threat downfield, big catch radius. I like him, and I think you're. I think you nailed him perfectly. He is without question a fantastic number two, and maybe even trending, maybe even potentially at just 24 years old, York, with his size and his skill set, being a number one on most teams in this league. He's just probably never going to be a number one on his team because he plays with Jamar Chase. It's Carmen and York. More your calls coming up. We'll talk in football. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Bulls lost to the Magic last night. And DeMar DeRozan's hurt, Yurko. Hasn't played well lately. Uh, admitted after the game that they might have to start to load manage a little bit because his leg's bothering him. Mm. It's some sort of a quad knee. They think it goes back to He's got a quad about a month ago where he missed some games with a quad. Yeah, he just well, you he, got a quad tendon. He's in there. some pain. You, know, you got a lot of things attaching at the top there, diving in there, and right. so if you get some discomfort and you get some problems and they continue on and you continue to play on, you try to medicate. You at some point you just got to rest it. Mm. Tendonitis, bursitis. You got to rest. He's going to have to medicate. Yeah. You can't medicate that. Bulls are a half game out of the uh, playing spot. Mm-hmm. Five games in a row they've lost. They've lost four in a row. Four in a row. They've got a back to back this weekend. Uh, this week, excuse me, tomorrow and Thursday before the All Star break. I think it's Indy and Milwaukee. Is that right, guys? I think it's Pacers and Bucks on Wednesday and Thursday before the All Star break this weekend. I could really use them to at least make the playing tournament because they were one of the 16 teams I picked. Remember, we have a bet on the line here. I have a bet uh, where if I didn't correctly pick 80% of the 
teams. That's 20 teams that 16 can of 20, Carl. That's 16 to 20. Your number is 16. I need You've, to hit you 16. can miss four of them. I can miss four, and I'm good. I can't miss five. If I miss five, if I only pick 15 of the 20 teams to make the playoffs slash play in tournaments yes. in each conference... I have to go to the Olive Garden with Black and Abdallah. I'm going to go too. I'm going to enjoy because I enjoy Olive Garden. No, Good don't. salad. No, We're all going to enjoy. No, you don't. It'll be a great pa- time. I think their pasta fajoul is yeah. top notch. Yeah. Their minestrone. We'll watch Carm taste it's Italy. Be a nightmare. Yeah. You guys. A little tour. The tour I, to Italy. It's a nightmare. If the Bulls miss, like that's one miss. That's a if miss. If the Lakers miss, I had the Lakers making the playing tournament out west. That's two misses. Uh, did you have Portland? I did not, oh, Chris. I think okay. you did. So you might be okay. Yeah, but I didn't have the Jazz, though, Chris. I did not have the Jazz in there. I need the Lakers. But that's okay, I need the Carm. Lakers but to who, get up there and ja- get that spot. If the Jazz are in and the Lakers are out, yeah, that's, that's just one, one team. That's one. So who who are the teams that we need to keep our eyes on? Did you have so, Indi- Indiana in there? I, you know what? Tomorrow, let me, I've got it up the stairs in the office. Tomorrow, gotta, I'll bring it down. Up the stairs. And we'll check. I don't think I had. I know I didn't have Washington. I don't. You know, I might have had Indiana in there, Chris, because I don't okay. think I had wa- I had the Bulls. You know what? I might not have had the Pacers or Washington. I think I had the Bulls. I, ha- I know I had the Bulls in the playing tournament. Well, I think your top six are your top six. Well, you know what's going to screw me? The Nets. Ever. The Nets. The, have, the Nets in, are going to go from the third the, seed to in, out of the playoffs. In the East, you have Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, Raptors, Nets, Heat, Cavs, Bulls, Hawks, Knicks. Carmine, I'm not sure about your Nets thought. You have about 24 to 25 games left, and they have a They've cushion. got 25 left. What do they have? How, about, how big is their cushion, Chris? Their seven cushion games. is, yeah, seven games. All seven right. game yeah, cushion. But, you listen, might be okay they, with the Nets. Guys, they traded everybody. Ben Simmons no, is playing 12 minutes a I night. I mean, they can't. The coach is saying we're not sure how we can play him. Yeah, I saw that. that that's hilarious. I mean, did you see that? This could the coach be is out there saying we don't know how we can play him. Yeah. And Stan Van Gundy's talking about what an outstanding basketball player he is. No, he isn't. Well, Stan Van Gundy does. He's the I brother. Love Stan, but He's the brother that doesn't know anything about basketball. So how many can you miss? When you're I, a, I can miss a, a grand total Carm, of four. Four. A four? When you're a you stunt double okay. for Ron Jeremy. That's the best thing you do, Stan Van Gundy? No, Stan's good. He doesn't know basketball. No, I disagree. Jeff Van Gundy knows basketball. I promise you if he were coaching and Ben Simmons were on his team, he wouldn't be saying Ben Simmons is an outstanding basketball player to the media. I remember the Stan Van Gundy-Dwight Howard fiasco. I can promise you he wouldn't be saying those things publicly. I tell you this. I bet you Carmen will get 90%, even with the way it is right now. The worst he's going to do is get 85%. Three teams might not make it. I really don't That's it. want to go to the Olive Garden. Now, what happens if I win? Uh, do, do you guys take me to, like, my favorite Italian place, Adam? Olive Garden. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Olive Garden. Your favorite, yeah. your favorite Italian place. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Olive Garden. I want to we'll go, go to, like, I'm going to pick. Like, maybe we'll go to La Scarola. Maybe we'll go Ooh. to, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll go to Monteverde. I'm still rooting for Olive Garden. No. I think yeah. Olive Garden would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I want to feel like family. I don't want to go to just some random Italian place. I want to feel like family. I want to feel like I'm home. You guys are unbelievable. Maybe we go to RPM Italian. Maybe we'll go to Piccolo Sonia. We could be all good choices. Na- you're naming all these corporate places. I want a place <laughs> where I feel <laughs> where I feel like I'm at home. I want to feel like family. Adam wants to feel like he's family. You're unbelievable. Adam's in Wheaton on ESPN 1000. What's up, Adam? 
Hey, guys. Uh, Carm, I mean, you can do Buca de Peppo if you want to uh, like I'll, I'll pass on that one, too, Ed. Thanks. <laughs> um, so your comment previously to the Nets, I mean, they beat the, the Bulls. Beat Bulls. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I oh, hope I, I mean, hope you're right about that. I hope that cushions enough, Adam, where that one doesn't come back to haunt me. They like they they can go from the third seed out of the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys are right the, though. There's just not that many games the, left. The we, the weird thing is they beat the Bulls the right after they traded everybody. I know. I know. It was their next game. It was the next game. That doesn't speak well of our Bulls right now, Adam. It doesn't, I which know. is very saddening. I know. It's tough. This has been a rough year. I mean, it's Adam. Thanks, buddy. I don't know. I don't think anybody had out of whack expectations for the Bulls, Yerk. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of been a, they've kind of been a tough watch. This is oh, breaking no, news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN One Thousand. Do we get the sport? It's got to be good. Be football already, can it? I mean, it just ended. It's not football, is it? It is. Oh, it is. Derek Carr's officially been waived. No, that's coming later that's today. Later today. But uh, the final vacancy has been filled. The Cardinals are finalizing a deal with Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, Ooh. according to everyone. According to everyone. Because of the great everyone. job he did in the second half of the Super the Bowl? The deal is basically done. They're just negotiating terms. So but, the Eagles lose both their coordinators. Yeah, but that's, Jonathan yeah. Gannon will be a uh, head coach. And now uh, Kyler Murray has a head coach that's a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, they're going from Kingsbury... And they're going against the trend, Yurko, and actually hiring a defensive guy. I mean, how many guys in this cycle were defensive guys? Let's see. Who got hired? Sean Payton, offense. Frank Reich, Shane Steichen, offense, offense, offense. offense. Who else got hired? Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, forgetting other guys. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to bounce around the league and think right I'm now. I'm bouncing, Staley too. Staley actually stayed. He's a defensive guy. I'm just trying to think of were any of these other guys. Oh, oh, a Demeco uh, uh, Ryan defense. Defense. So there you go. So you did have one other defensive guy. He might be the best of the best right now. Love him. You see, uh, you see who helped the Eagles. By the way, before yeah, he went Vic down Fangio. to Miami, Vic Fangio. We talked about it here. Oh, we did. I don't know. Yeah. What talking about that. Maybe it was. Yeah, the, you guys uh, talked about it. We Sunday did. of the game. Yeah. I think we talked about it. Sunday of the game. It came out on Saturday. Yeah. Sunday of the game. I talked about it with these guys. Maybe I believe. There you go. Yeah. With there everybody. Because you, you were on uh, the, the uh, Twitch thing when I interfered yes. with yeah. you guys, and there I you apologize go. for yes. being early. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's when we talked about it. It didn't bit. help. Yeah. Didn't matter. Well, people thought it was weird that he actually signed like a contract. Well, too. I think you have to. Two week, right? Yeah. I think technically, legally, I think he had to. Well, I saw people like you know Breer and Schefter and Rapport say that it was interesting that he signed a contract. Oh. That normally he can just oh really go in and assist, but they seem to make it sound like it was weird that really? he signed an official contract. I, I would have thought because he was. He had already accepted the Miami job that maybe there was like something legally or clerically that he had to do. Uh, that's why he had to do that. I don't know. All right, we got calls, uh, whether it's Bulls, Bears, NFL offseason. Ring us up at 312-332-3776. We're back in two minutes.